Good morning to everyone, except the people who didn't think it was a good idea to build a stadium in Colorado with a retractable roof. Daily Dingers returns today, coming off a 2-1-1 in one night, and Jack is back from his weekend-long bike riding drinking tour. Jack, how was, the, <laughs> how was the weekend, and what is the full review of the actual bike riding drinking tour? I'm very concerned. You see, it's interesting because it was just me, my sister, and like 12 of her friends. So at first, I was like... Oh my, it was way too much energy for me. I was like, oh, my God, this sounds horrible. And then I got a little tequila in me at the first bar that we went to. And I was like, wait, this is actually a blast. So it was a good time. But, yeah, the whole weekend, I, that was basically when I realized that I am 24 years old and I cannot hang with college kids anymore. I simply am not at the peak of my drinking abilities like I once was. So um, that was a sad realization for me this weekend. Dude, it, it comes it comes to a point like in terms of like drinking age, you're you're getting up there. So twenty four yeah. is fine though. I I feel like I can still do it, but I just I guess I can't. I mean, I I tried though. I I did my best. It's tough to do three days back to back to back mm -hmm. like that. That's a long. I could. I'm I'm yeah. at the age. Wait till you get to my age. I could do one day, and then I need like three days to recover. It's it's pretty bad. Yeah, I literally did Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then yesterday drove home just brutally like tired and just, oh my God, six hours from Ohio State to Chicago. I was like, Jesus. Did you did you stop on the way at like a like a Wawa or a Sheets or something and get like get like a good sandwich for the ride? Like what would you do? No, I, I'm one of those I just tough it out. I just stopped for gas once. I'm like, I'm just getting home. Wow, you're an animal. That's I, yeah, that was that was bad. On the way there, actually, I was so pissed. I was I was gonna stop for Chick Fil A in this one little town, in Indiana. Cause I was like, oh, dude, that could smack. And then all of a sudden, like forty five minute line. I'm like, great. The only other thing in town's a Burger King, so I just went to go get Burger King, and it was just. Uh, I I'm a Burger King stan. I will always support Burger King, but like, when you're expecting Chick Fil A, Burger King is not the move. It's really not. And then you can't no. even if you're expecting Chick Fil A, it's not even like you could go to Burger King and get the the chicken sandwich because it's just not going to be as good. Like the Burger King chicken sandwich no. is good. Okay, it's not going to be Chick Fil A. They have a new like breaded one, like you know, like the Popeye sandwich type of deal. Burger King really? came out with a new one like that, and it's actually like very solid, but it's not Chick Fil A. I was like shocked with how good it was, but it's still like I was expecting Chick Fil A. So like, listen, for I want to just trip backtrack a little bit here. I'm going to say this. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is the best fast food chicken sandwich I have ever eaten in my entire life. That is a life. fact. That is a that, fact. That I don't care about Chick-fil-A. I don't care about Wendy's. I don't care about spicy chicken from Burger King. I don't even care about the chicken shack from Shake Shack. The Popeye's chicken sandwich is the best fast food. And that includes KFC too. Sorry, Colonel, but you're-, you're I, haven't, I haven't had the I haven't had the KFC one yet. I'm curious how that is. Listen, I've had the, the chicken- from KFC before. I haven't had the sandwich, but I'm telling you, they would have to do like extraordinary things to top the Popeye's chicken sandwich. They really were. I, I mean, Popeye's I bit into just the, elite in its own. It really is. It is that is elite. That is the Jacob deGrom of chicken sandwiches. Like <laughs> there we go. I I bit into that and I just felt I just felt something that I've never felt before. It was unbelievable. The crunch well, they got well, on that. Yeah, what you felt is true love. I mean, yeah, you're you're engaged to your fiance and everything, but what you felt is true love with that sandwich. You're absolutely right. It's actually bringing a tear to my eye right now as I speak <laughs> about it. But anyway, let's move off of uh, off of chicken sandwiches and on to gambling. So uh, today is May 11th. What do we got for our best bets today? There's there's 
full slate today. Unlike yesterday, we went 2-0-1 yesterday with our guest. Um, what are you looking at today? Best bet, Jack. Yeah, I think this is the first time in the history of this podcast that I actually will say I really like the board today, which means that we're probably not going to win any of these bets. But wow. I like the board a lot don't, today. Don't put, that, don't put that negativity in the air. <laughs> Let's go. You know, I, I was in Ohio all weekend. I haven't been able to bet, so I'm like, I'm keening for a little. Oh, you're, you're right jonesing now. right now. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. So what do you, what do you, so what do you, what do you got? Yeah, I got the trappiest game that I have ever seen this entire year. I got Pirates money line minus one twelve uh, at home against the Reds. That's just one of those things. I have no idea much about either of the pitchers, but when you look at that line, I guarantee you ninety. 80 to 90% of America is going to hop on that plus money with the Reds. They see they're playing the Pirates. The Pirates are minus 112. The line is moving in their way, and that's why you bet the Pirates. It doesn't seem like something you should bet, and it makes absolutely zero sense why the Pirates should be favored like this. That's why you do it, because the stupid people in America are going to bet on the Reds. So you don't don't go with the stupid people. Bet on the Pirates. And actually, the, the line is moving more towards Pirates right now. Bingo. So you're and I know it's early, but still like the, the lines moving that way. They're, and you're right. Everybody's going to take the Reds because they smacked the Pirates last night. And then on top of it, the Pirates are throwing the guy who's been their most consistent starter this year in Brubaker. So that they're still on my no bet list. But I do see where you're where you're coming from. So I'm yeah, not. Hey, you don't have to throw money on them, but I certainly will. Yeah, you could do that. I will not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to throw money on another team that you like, but they have absolutely stunk of late. Um, I'm doing my best bet is Royals money line minus 142 against the Tigers. They've lost eight in a row. They've looked like complete and utter garbage, but they're going to Detroit to play the worst team in baseball, which are the Tigers. The Tigers are 10 and 22. And listen to some numbers against the Tigers starting pitcher, Matthew Boyd. Whit Merrifield hitting 490 and 51 at-bats. Hunter Dozier, 417 and 24 at-bats with two home runs. Salvi Perez, 290 and 31 at-bats with two home runs. Jorge Soler, 333 and 15 at-bats. He doesn't hit 333 against anybody. I'll say, when when you see Jorge Soler hitting over 300 against someone, that's how you know it's bad. Right, and now Andrew Benintendi, 308 and 13 at-bats. The losing streak stops tonight. Two and a half unit play for me. Give me the Royals. Give me Brady Singer to snap the eight game skid. How's your Tuesday doing? Let's go. Dude, I was going to say before we were talking about this, we both were like, what's your best bet? And we're both like, Royals, Royals, money line today. Come on. Yes. Look, that's if they don't, I'm going to say this now. If they don't win tonight, they are on the no bet list, which would be three teams that are on the no bet list. They might have to be at this point because. I've kept betting them during this losing streak too, and I, I keep losing, so it's tough. I need them to pull out tonight. So I was I was going I was looking at them a couple of times this weekend, and each time I looked at them, I was like, "Yeah, I don't really love this against against the White Sox." They played the White Sox this weekend. I was like, "I don't yeah. love this. I don't love this." Sunday, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "You know what? Just let it go." see what happens. Maybe they'll lose again, and then you could just crush them next week, and that's what I'm going to do. So I was saying, I think that's something I might even try and get like an alternate minus two and a half type of like juicy spread on with the Royals. Oh, you're, you're even, you're looking into like a beatdown. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. They're going to score like a 55 runs against the Tigers tonight. 
Wow, that's bold. I like that. But I mean, I, you know what? I'm do, I'm I'm probably agreeing with you there because I'm throwing. I'm doing it. This is I don't do this. I'm doing a two and a half unit play. I usually do one unit on everything. I got. I'm going big on them tonight. I'll so, do it too. Let's do it. Let's let's ride, baby. Let's ride. Now that brings hammer us into season. Our, hammer season, baby. That's let's it, go. It's hammer season. <laughs> let's go to underdogs now. What I I don't the underdog for the good slate of games. The underdog slate is not amazing. Like you said, the Reds are a sucker yeah. bet. The Reds are a sucker bet today. So, like, what other what underdogs are are you looking at? Yeah, it's another team on your no bet list. Uh, I have both two of two. They got Twins plus one hundred four tonight Ooh. against the White Sox in Ooh. Chicago. Here's the deal, though: the White Sox also traveled back to Chicago, so both teams are traveling today. Uh, you got Kenta Maeda on the mound, who has fared really, really well. I guess I know he's having a down year this year, which is tough. But he's fed really, really well against the White Sox players that he has faced. I mean, Tim Anderson, who is a consistent 300-plus hitter, is 0 for 8 against him. Uh, Jose Abreu, the reigning MVP, is 1 for 6. Uh, really, the rest of the lineup hasn't faced him all that much at all. And then you look at the other side, only two guys have faced Kent Maeda more than five times. I think Maeda has good enough stuff to be able to hang in there. And I don't know, it's it's hard to trust Dylan Cease right now, even though he is doing really well. Um I just trust the. I just trust in a close game that the that the Twins know how to manage their bullpen and their lineup better than the White Sox do too. So, yeah, I mean Tony Larusa is just Tony Larusa forgot that that you could just put the last out as the free runner on second base. Know, that was so. bad. That was yeah. bad. Yeah. So him him and his bullpen management probably not great, but um, I yeah I you do, don't you don't want to put your closer on second base to start running in extra innings. That's not ideal. No, what is like what is what are you what are you what are you doing, sir? Um so yeah, I mean I again another pick. I see where you're coming from. I just can't touch it because I just the twins of the twins and actually not just the twins, but Kenta Maeda has burned me like three times this year. Yeah. Just he's... himself. He, he gave up like five in the first inning and they were they lost. I think they were they lost like six games in a row and he came out and gave up five in the first inning against the Red Sox. I was like, what's, yeah, what's going on here? It's weird. The the Twins bats are getting hot though this past week or so. So I'm hoping they keep that up. And then it, it's supposed to be cold in Chicago tonight. Like I mean, it's only 45 right now, and it's not supposed to get much warmer. So we will see. Yeah, and the Twins have a hole to climb out of if they're going to make a push for any type of playoff spot. So they need to start getting on a run in the next month or so for sure. I, absolutely. So now I'm going my my underdog. Uh, it's it's a little slimy because I don't really like it all that much. Um, I'm going to do a first five. I'm doing Philly's first five money line. That's plus 104 against the Nationals tonight. So here's my thinking. This is a really bad pitching matchup. It's Chase Anderson versus Eric Fetty. Um, And when there's a bad pitching matchup, I like to favor the team with the better offense in the first five, and that is the Phillies. Also, Eric Fetty in eight career starts against the Phillies is has a 5.26 ERA. And it's not that Chase Anderson has been great this year. He hasn't made it out of the fifth inning yet. But I think the Phillies' offense is better than the Nationals' offense. I think that Anderson gets just enough done in the first five innings tonight to have Philly leave with the with the lead. And I don't care what happens after that because the Phillies' bullpen is so much worse than the Nationals' bullpen. If you're going to touch this game, you you got to touch the first five innings. So I'm taking Phillies, first five money line, plus 104. That's the play here. Just expect the bullpens to be in there early and uh, take the Phillies to lead after five. That's it. Yeah, I, it's hard. it is hard, like you were saying, to bet on the Phillies full game. So I'm glad that you did the, the first fire. I was going to be like, dude, like 
that bullpen just loves to give up runs late in games. Right. Yeah, they they were really historically bad last year, and they're not. They're they're like slightly better, but if you're if you're historically you bad, and, worse. Right, like if you're historically bad and then you're just slightly better, you're still not good. Yeah, I mean, it's like what are you? You went from last in baseball to maybe third worst in baseball this year or whatever. It's got to be in the top five worst in baseball, right? Yeah, it's. I don't. I don't even know. I got to look, but it's not good. So I no. mean, they added Archie Bradley, and the rest. Of, then they just were like, "Oh, the rest of the guys might get better." Like, what are you? What are you guys doing? I think. I think they totally revamped it, but with guys that like still aren't that great. Archie Bradley's good though. I like Archie Bradley, but like that's about it. Yeah, and I. I just feel like the Phillies are like they're. The, I feel like this about the whole NL East. I think the whole NL East is. Right now, it's it's crazy because the Marlins are the Marlins are not. I think they're in fourth, and they have the best run differential. They're plus seventeen. Every other team in the NL East has a negative run differential. They've been getting screwed in one loss games, dude. Like or one, <clears throat> sorry, one run games. They're just getting absolutely piped. Right. So I mean, look, I think look for them. I mean, I might, I might do a little future. Oh my god! I know you love you love those NL East futures in general too. I do because I don't think anybody is head and shoulders better than anybody else. So I think those a team like the Marlins or the Nats could still win the division. I think the Phillies could win the division, even though I I think the Phillies are at a disadvantage because of their bullpen. But I think any of the other teams could actually win the division. It's just that the Phillies could mash when they when they want to. And like tonight tonight, I feel like they'll bang around Fetty for the first five, and then you got to just pray that they hold on to the lead. So. Yeah, I'm. That, hey, I'm feeling good about my two NL East futures that I got. Though I got Mets under ninety and a half wins, and then Marlins over seventy two and a half. So those are the those are those are great bets. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be on the Marlins all year, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be telling everybody like that. Told you to take the over. That's it. I'm gonna be telling everyone. <laughs> I'm like I'm that guy. I'm that guy who when like when I when his friend finds a a new show that he's watching, I'm the guy who's like, yeah, but who told you about the show? Like anybody gives. Like no one cares, but that's me. That <laughs> You're like, yeah, so, that was me though. So yeah. So there you go. So now that brings us into our daily dinger. Who do you like going yard tonight? I mean, you mentioned him earlier in, in the podcast. Whit Merrifield, fifty-one at bats. He's in damn near five hundred. I think he's twenty-five for fifty-one. You kidding me? Nine doubles and a triple. That is absolutely ridiculous that he hasn't hit a home run off him. He's having a power ridden like. He's having a very powerful year this year so far. Um, I think he continues that. I think he goes yard tonight, plus five hundred. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking about it too much. I really like the value on that. I think it's just because when you think what Merrifield, you don't think of him as a power hitter. You think of a guy that gets like two hundred plus hits a year, but he's actually been in for a lot of power so far this season. And I will take that plus five hundred juice. I think I'm going to take that one with you there. That's a, that is solid. I li- I like that oh, a yeah. lot. Love it. So I'm going to go with. Um, Paul DeYoung against Freddie Peralta. Now, if if we were looking for batting average, Paul DeYoung's not your guy. But if you're looking if you're looking for a home run, Paul DeYoung is your guy. So he's facing Freddie Peralta. He is three for eight with a home run in his career. Not a huge sample size, um, but he's in the lineup every day despite his 186 batting average. He has seven home runs. He hasn't homered in five games since he played the Mets. I think at plus 340, he's good value tonight. Peralta got knocked around his last time out. I think this is somebody that the young sees pretty well. Like, give me the plus 340 on points, but give me the ding dong tonight. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, if he's going to get a hit, it's going to go over the wall, basically, is what you're saying. So, yeah, he's not, this guy's not hitting a single or pretty much anything else. He's either striking out or he's hitting a home run. So, 
He That's, is modern baseball. <laughs> it's pathetic, honestly. Like, just <laughs> I knew yeah. you're gonna get into a rant right now. No, I'm not going into a rant. It's just, it's just pathetic that this guy is an everyday shortstop hitting 186. I don't care about the seven home runs. Like the 186, yeah, you're a li- you're a liability at one. At least he can field his position well. I mean, yeah, silver lining. This, but yeah. if you're 186, if you're under 200 and you're a middle infielder, that is pathetic. Who plays every single day? Yeah, that's that's horrible. Like the fact that that's acceptable is beyond. Card- I mean, for the most part, I think Cardinals fans are still like Paul DeYoung's going to pick it up, dude. He had that one really good year, and that's it. Like, they, yeah, they they're just like they're chasing something that that's not there. Is what they're doing. They're they're <laughs> they're basically the people that are that are thinking that Dogecoin's going to get to ten dollars. That's what that's what they are. <laughs> After the crazy dip this week, like they had a good they had a good run. If you didn't cash out, you're going to lose it all. That's that's Paul DeYoung. So uh, that moves us into our Nerfy candidates for today. We have a few that we're looking at. There's a lot of good Nerfy Nerfy bets available depending on the value. But our official pick is going to be who. We got Diamondbacks Marlins tonight. Baumgartner against Hor- or Pablo Lopez. Minus 130. I That's like that good. value a lot. I like the minus 130 there. Also, the Marlins start slow. Yeah, they start and, ridiculously slow. And, and Baumgartner has been really good the last few starts. He really has. It's something that I didn't really expect. I, like, I thought after the no-hitter, he would just start giving up hits and get knocked around, but he's been good. Well, I saw something. What what What's happened to him is like, Apparently, his entire time in Arizona so far, they've been trying to make him pitch the way he didn't pitch in San Francisco, which doesn't make sense why you would try to change something that was so successful. So they basically told him, like, hey, we're not going to do all these, like, crazy scouting reports and make you pitch the way you don't want to, even though the scouting report says to do this. Like, just go out, do you, whatever you want to throw, that's what you're throwing. Like, and it's it's been working. The, yeah, in my opinion, like, scouting reports are useful to a point. But if the scouting report is – that guy's weakness, the if if the scouting report is that the hitter's weakness is also a weakness of yours. So say your worst pitch is your changeup, and that's the hitter's weakness. I don't know how that affect how that helps you to do something that isn't your strength. So yeah, it's like well, Bumgarner's best pitch is that slider that he has because it's so impossible to like read out of his hand because of the, like his arm angle. Right. And I saw his slider usage was down like crazy in Arizona compared to San Francisco. Now he's been using it a ton more. And, crazy he's found success using his favorite pitch like nuts what a what a what a crazy thing to think about he has success (laughs) with his best pitch unbelievable so before we get out of here jack anything else you're looking at yeah there's i mean there's a decent amount like i said i love the royals minus two and a half alternate spread i don't know what the odds are for that exactly um i kind of like the orioles plus 139 tonight against the mets um i i was gonna do plus plus 1.5 on on the spread but it's minus 175 so it's a little too juicy for me so i might take the money line on that but i don't know the money line the first five money lines probably good for the orioles there too Mm -hmm. so john means on the bump it's not bad yeah i love means he he might be one of my favorite pitchers in baseball so oh wait side note side note while we're on means i just want to make a point here last week i gave two bets okay i gave Two plus money bets that both ended up in no hitters. Means and Wade Miley. So not patting, my, not patting myself on the back, but I am patting myself on You're the back. You're definitely patting yourself on the back. Yeah, it's a big, <laughs> big time back pat. I just I, I just needed I feel like I needed to mention that. I just you know I mean, hey, you'd be remiss not to. 
Right. Like I just I want to pump myself up a little bit. We'll probably go 0 and 5 tonight, but it's fine. Anyway, so um <laughs> other things I'm looking at, I think I'm going to do Marlins. The Marlins, I got them this morning at plus 100. They actually have moved to minus money now. They're like minus 102. Okay. Um I Pablo Lopez has been really good. He's got a 204 ERA. He hasn't had a win yet and he's been pitching really well. I think he's due for his first win of the season. I he know hasn't he's had a win. He hasn't had a win yet. He's 0 2. That's shocking. I know. So I think he's due for a win. He's going to continue to pitch well. Arizona's lineup isn't awesome. So I think tonight maybe you might get a 2-1 game, Marlins win. I, I like them a lot tonight, to be honest. It's a short dog. They're probably a minus money dog now as as we get closer later in the day. But I, I like them tonight. So that- There's probably a prop out there. It's like pitcher to record a win. You can pick Lopez. It's probably like very good plus money. Yeah, I, I have to look at that. I just don't like those. They're just like they're too. It's, I yeah, because like, I hate the whole like you have to pitch. What is it? Five innings, six innings to get a win. I think it's five. five. You got you to go five innings. With how weird! Like how teams pull pitchers early all all the time, even if they're pitching well now. Like it's so weird. It's odd, but also like the, everyone we do say wins don't matter, but also wins. I, I just. No one talks about how if you pitch deeper into a game, you are more likely to get a win. So that has to count for something. But the, they could get into that another time. I got, yeah. I got a lot. I got a lot <laughs> to say over here. So, but anyway, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer with sign-up bonuses, matches, anything that you want to get started gambling. We have it at the game day for you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on both Apple and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, May 11th. For Jack Perotti, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow. <laughs>